baby. Uh, yeah. How was your week? You have a good week? Fuck, man. You know, last week I came in hot for two mm-hmm. weeks, whatever. I was just like, oh, I'm engaged. Oh, I think yeah. my dick grew two inches or whatever. You know, all that. And now I'm just I'm back down to reality. I am an idiot. I shaved. And now that's the only thing that people talk about. Like, no, it was my birthday. I got engaged. I'm writing a book, whatever. I shaved. Literally, that is the only it's thing that people everything. They're like, oh, my God, Ben, I heard you got rid of your facial hair. Unbelievable. <laughs> and I just want to die. I want to crawl in a hole. And I'm I pretty sure that's the first death. thing I said to you today, too. <laughs> it is. And you are not alone. It's oh. every single person. Two things that keep happening. Every single person asks about my face. And then uh, once they remember, once the face thing is they're done with that, they're like, oh, how did you propose? And then I have to tell them my horrible proposal stories. So it's been, brutal. <laughs> it's been a brutal week for old Benny Bird over here. Baby. What is like a rat run in front of you and you jumped into her arms and you're like, hey, while I'm up here, <laughs> you want to make this I a wish. lifetime thing? That would be so much cooler than what happened. OK, first of all, sidebar, uh, yeah. I do want to say. Yesterday I was walking and uh, a fucking roach fell on my head, bro. Like, oh, no. oh no! Straight up, I thought someone threw an ice cube at me. I was walking past a restaurant and I like felt oh. this like bloop on my head. I was like, "Yo, who threw that?" Like just ready to be whatever, right? And then I just I don't know. I just had an instinct and I was like, "I don't know." Nothing hit the ground. I'm not sure. And then I like look at my hat and I just I see it. I was just like, "Oh!" I like did a full on. Like, uh, I don't even like a Irish two step, like, get off of me, <laughs> like went from trying to be the hardest person on the planet to the softest yeah. little baby boy, just step dancing in the sidewalk, Fly, just like, uh, it's a bug. It's different than me. <laughs> and, uh, I'm in Astoria. So like people, you, when people leave their homes, they see black people like one every four times they leave. And now this is just going to be someone's impression of a black person. Here, so. Black people are scared of cockroaches. They won't even know. They have no idea what happened. I just saw it. Nobody else saw it. It was just me knowing oh that my now gosh. I'm forever unclean. So <laughs> I don't even care. I visited here like maybe the week Hurricane Sandy hit. Uh, I land- literally landed the day it hit. It was a bad trip. But Some people would say it was your fault. <laughs> I brought it. Hey, sorry, New York. You looked a little dry. Uh, first thing I saw was like I got off the train up by Jamaica and just saw the biggest cockroach of my life. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm here. I was like excited. It was like seeing the fucking Empire State Building. I was like, oh, my God, look, it's a big New York cockroach. I did it. Yeah, it's, it's wild. In the train like the rest of us. Have you ever seen a flying cockroach? Yeah. Uh, I used to live in a terrible apartment. One of my first apartments here, it was just like a house that some random stoner dude just rented out the rooms to people. So it had like a fuck ton of people in it. And my little neighbor, she uh, she had like a, a cockroach in her room. And I was like, yeah, I'll help you go get it. And I went to swat it and missed. And it just flew into a hole in her wall. And I was like, all right, well, I can't. So good night. Right. That's <laughs> She's so scared as I left. Let me know if That's it comes back brutal. out. I, um, oh, boy. Yeah, I, I think the first flying one I ever saw was in New Orleans. And uh, I just, I was just like why is this part of the world inhabited i don't understand (laughs) what anyone was doing and then i saw like i remember like people were like oh we got to get po boys we're in new orleans we got to do new orleans shit we got to get po boys and then we wanted this just this place you know how you don't really know shit until you've been around a place a little bit so you don't know you're if you're new to new orleans you're like oh this hole in the wall is probably good you know there are people here it must you know it's new orleans food so it's good whereas like 
Like you can come to New York and you can walk into a place and you're like, oh, this feels like a New York bodega or a New York deli. This is good. And you don't know how bad probably it actually is. <laughs> yeah. It actually is as bad as it looks. Right. You don't know that you don't see a cat and that's a problem. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that we walked into a place like that where I was like, I don't know. I guess this is New Orleans. This is what we're doing. And like people were like, po boys, po boys. And I was like, all right, cool. My God. And then I saw a roach just crawl over like the <laughs> prep station or whatever you want to call it and i was like you know what oh. I, I the thing the my true feeling was if i burn this place to the ground the world would be better for it, honestly <laughs> that the was wildlife of new orleans is horrifying i mean before yeah, the, the city worst. was there it had to have been like those french people trying to build a city out of that swamp had to have been a fucking nightmare dodging gators the po boy thing gets me because i thought it was such a thing and i made such a deal about getting one when i went there and same thing i found like a spot that seemed like a good spot to get a po boy and it was bread and deep fried shrimp and literally nothing else right and i was just like oh this is a sandwich oh you guys are just saying sandwich weird okay <laughs> right right <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh but yeah that was so that that all of that everything we just talked about for the last couple of minutes when that roach fell on my head that all hit me <gasps> that all drained through my body i was oh my like God. oh the the roach trauma and then i had to go host an open mic and Ooh, you hosted uh, an open mic I've, I've been hosting it open. I've decided this summer I'm, I'm all about like, let's see if I really like this comedy bullshit. Wow. Let's get back to our roots. Uh, are you like guest hate. hosting someone's mic or you started a mic? This is mine. This is uh, it's at QED, which is a great place to go perform stand up comedy. And uh, I just Thursdays at 11. So if you're a, com if oh, you're a comedian, you're listening to this. <laughs> It's crazy. But That's awesome I, I, for you, but a nightmare for anyone who doesn't live yeah, there. Well, if you don't live in Astoria, but if you live in Astoria, Queens, baby, come on by. Ooh, I will tell you right now. Juicy. Last night, and this is wild to say and probably boring. Well, people don't know what open mics are. Here's what I'll here's what I'll say. It's where comedians go to practice and they're almost always universally horrid. Like they're usually tr just trash, terrible. A good one is like three friends that you know and maybe a cool person that you wish you knew bear like look up from your phone and laugh like that's that's what you would want at a good open mic this open mic that i hosted i swear to god was the best open mic i've hosted ever and probably ever been to like it was fun it felt like it just felt like people who were just like you know what i've decided i'm just gonna ha i'm gonna have a good time which is not what anyone ever does. Wow. At mic. That's so nice. Type. Two people came up. Some kid came up and was like, basically like doing like, uh, uh, like, like, uh, it was an original song, but he did like a, like it was a, what the fucking Lincoln park. It was like a Lincoln park type song during the mic. That was not funny, which is hilarious <laughs> to come to a comedy open mic and be like, yeah, earnestly do that on that fucking QED right. stage. That's just just like, amazing. Right which was dope and then uh he had a they had a, he had a friend and his friend who i found out later is i guess like an actual rapper came up and did a funny song and it was called uh it's called dsp which i still the acronym does not actually make sense but it stands for doritos sprite that's it and so that's <laughs> so he just was like doritos sprite and did like a legit call and response at an open mic and i'm telling you this oh. is the most fun i've had forever it'll never be topped oh it's God. gonna be better than my wedding day that's so it's funny fun. 
So it was good. I was like, what was, does the P stand for? It's just the second part of Sprite. Yeah, I don't it's I, I didn't challenge him on the act. I was like, the capital song was D, so good. capital S, lowercase P. If we uh you know, if enough people demand, maybe we can like post <gasps> it or something. That would be great. This, this is where if we had a Patreon, I would put this video. But we don't have a Patreon, so um yeah, if you don't live in New York or LA and you have a comedy club that has a true open mic when which uh like means that you, anyone could just show up and sign up because a lot of like clubs if there's a bigger scene there it gets a little harder you have to be a little more established to get on their like mic nights or whatever but if right. you get if you got a club night that just does a very open mic whoever shows up and signs up you gotta watch one of those once in a while they're yeah. insane i mean there's I would definitely say some not even the clubs rough. i wouldn't even say club. i would say someday ones. you're gonna go to a bar okay and you're gonna oh. be having you're gonna be trying to have a great time <laughs> someone you're just trying to get to know someone you know you've maybe known for a few months but now you want to take it to the next level you know you want to you want to know where their mama stays you know you want to know the type of shit that they're into you where's your mama stay you want to know the kind of books that get them off right and you're just there touching on, let me hands. write these date questions down i got quick. you i got you i'm here for you okay uh and uh you know you're you're holding you're touching not holding you're touching hands you did the first hand touch you're looking each other in the eyes you're really like hitting it off it's finally happening and then you hear Tap tap tap. Uh, we're gonna be starting a comedy open mic in about three minutes. Uh, sign ups in the back, comedians. Uh, everybody else, shut the fuck up when we're on stage. <laughs> You're gonna hear that, and that's I the heard kind that of word thing. for word so many times in my life. That's what you need to stay for. Okay. Oh, if you take an edible, go to the back of the room so no one can see you, and just enjoy some of the most fucked up people watching you'll see. I once saw a lady she had just gotten divorced and she brought her entire family to oh an God. open mic her first open mic and just told them her horrible secrets was she <laughs> trying to get oh that's hilarious that's so it funny. was crazy her family looked horrified and i was in the corner just cackling such a crazy that's thing. amazing i really do Very i cool. and i i want to hear i want to hear about your week so I'll, I'll just say this quick note like if you are sad okay what you need to do is go to an open mic so you can sit down for an hour and a half and see true sadness, <laughs> true misery. Okay, self-inflicted mostly too. That's self-inflicted, and then and yeah, in a way where they're like, I need to do, I need to suffer to. This is my, my calling. My family needs to hear why their father left. Like that's <laughs> that type shit. Go to that, and then you'll be like, you know what? Life's not good right now. But at least I'm not doing comedy. Okay. Like yeah. that's what you'll leave with. Three hours of people saying the most embarrassing thing about themselves and then trying to riff a quick punchline to make it funny. Right. I was a psych monitor, so I can give you that advice legitimately. And it is uh signed off on by the double or whatever. I don't know who the fuck there are people who you. do that. Like I met people, I worked at a club, we had a big Monday open mic, the one I was just talking about, and random people show up. And there was a few tables full of people that would go almost every week and had like a good attitude about it. I was blown away because they were like three hours long. They weren't really a short endeavor, but people would go and get plastered and just watch failures. But then there would be like a good set and it would be tremendous. The room would be so thrilled that someone figured it out. Absolutely. A proponent That's of enough. open mics as long as, yeah, yeah, yeah. No more comedy <laughs> I'm talk. blown away that, that you did. And this, is my, this is my crazy. fault. This is my fault. Yeah. But I, I genuinely, I know you were on a, you had a job interview this week and I wanted oh, to yeah. about it before. Yeah, yeah. I talk. interviewed at this, uh, this company that does like cooling for big hospitals and uh, warehouses and, you know, like large building schools and stuff. And when I was taking oh, my. Oh, wait, HVAC you interviewed class, at Big Hospital Cool Down Large Warehouse. <laughs> don't say their school? name. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that place. I have one of their shirts. It's so long. People can't read it. It's two. Sh- it's actually two shirts sewn together. But that used to be my thing. I'm two lackluster men crudely stapled together. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, and it, something that was very funny about the school when I was in it was like we had a few days that were just like little talks about interviewing at jobs or how to just be a person. And you could kind of tell how like how fucked up some of the people were that took these classes because of what they would tell you, you know, just stuff like, hey, shower every day. You're going to want to shower every day so that when you go to work, people don't think you're a stinky bastard. Um, Look like look them in the eye, shake their hand, like basic interview stuff. But then also a few things that were in like, oh, you guys have had some rough dudes go through this program. Right. Or like needed to be reminded to just scrub down once in a while. They're like, look, we know that you need a boot knife on your ride home. We totally <laughs> understand that. But when in a job interview, maybe don't tell them that you'll stab them to death if they don't hire you. Like yeah. Like, we found that that's not a best practice here. Uh, we like people who plan to get ahead and he just whoops out a knife. I'm always prepared. Like, OK, right, right, right. all right. Um, yeah, they're good. all uh, Russian, too. Wait, who's who's all the company? The, Everyone's just like a oh. Russian family that runs this, and they have like this do they, fit do they young think lad that's also Russian. Sorry, I keep no, but I didn't tell them any of that. Like, oh, my family's from Uzbekistan. Like, I'm from Uzbekistan, and I used to know Russian, and my like family all speaks Russian. I have like ties. Yeah, um, it's probably all going to be owned by Russia again soon. Uh, God bless. It's great. <laughs> do you do you? I li- I know you literally just said this, but I think I missed this part. Do you speak it? I spoke three languages, including Russian, when I moved here, but I lost all of them before I was like seven. Uh, do yeah. you regret it? Not regret, but do you wish you still had that? I don't know, because there's, you know, my uh, sister-in-law and her her son, my nephew-in-law, I guess, were like, they always speak it around us. And I just, yeah, I feel nothing. I truly don't care. I would rather learn Spanish. I'm really bummed I don't know Spanish yet. I should have got off my ass and learned that. But that, yeah, I have no real interest in learning Uzbek or Russian. It might be cool, I guess. But I don't yeah. have ties to that culture outside of, like, that family. I'm close, I, I feel you. closer to it through them than I do from me, you know? Yeah, bro, fuck your heritage. I understand. Fuck my heritage. Say less. I totally get it. I have an ambiguous ball of goo. Also, nephew-in-law is just your nephew. How do you say right? that? Yeah, right. It's but he existed nephew. before. He existed like, before they got married. He's from a, you know. Yo, her body is none of your business. So <laughs> how that kid existed has nothing to do with your shit. That's your nephew, bro. Okay. Fine. Shit. But he's like an adult. It's weird. It's weird to call someone a nephew while they're working a job. <laughs> it's, I don't know. That's, I'll give you that. <laughs> Call him Big Boy Papa Man. And yeah, sure that's going to be the adult version of nephew. Once they grow up, they're a Big yeah. Boy Papa Man. So you got an area that do you have any other ones lined up? Are you are you expecting this one to be the one? Like, how do you um, feel I think I'll this? have a good chance. I have to like pay for this stupid class for my OSHA work safety stuff. You have to yep. get like you have to take a little hour class, like a 40 hour class about making me helmets. take the vaccine is a violation of my OSHA <laughs> rights. <laughs> You cannot violate my OSHA rights. That's what people, they're like. <laughs> Who said? <laughs> what? Yeah, OSHA's like, bad. don't show up to work high. And somehow that's like, you can't fax me. No. You can't. You got to wear yeah. a helmet, stupid. <laughs> you haven't seen the thing where people no. are like, wearing a, making me wear a mask is a violation of my HIPAA rights. You know, that? HIPAA oh. is like a health thing where basically yeah. you can't. 
you can't give away like personal information or whatever, but people, anti-vax people or anti-mask people are like, making me be healthy is a violation of my HIPAA rights. And it's like, I think it's funny to say OSHA. <laughs> OSHA rights, someone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone who's just as confused, who like knows the the vibe of what they're trying to say, but has yeah. no idea what they're <laughs> no, saying. I don't know the vocab, but I, I get the gist. <laughs> like, you're violating my OSHA rights. Someone's <laughs> like, you mean your right to have a hard hat in a construction site? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Okay, that one too, but probably some other stuff. Like <laughs> There's some bylaws. People don't really read into them. It's a lot of vaccine right. stuff. I demand to speak to a union rep. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What union? Get out of our store. I'm blown away how willing people are to start a fight in a Wendy's over this stuff. It's That's crazy. Blown away. Like, I will break a window here. I will get dragged out of this place and have, like, actual repercussions for my life. Just <laughs> this for this hill to be the hill I die on. It's you know cool. what I get mad at? I get mad at like these parents will while out and they'll like be at like a public meeting and be like, no one's gonna make my daughter wear a gosh darn mask. And then they'll like break a bottle over their head, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, you remember when kids used to be embarrassed of their parents? Like whatever happened to that? Oh, like, those kids are horrified. They fled to the mountains. So, well, they the old, but now these kids are like, here's what they, sh they they're like, yeah, mom, tell them. And they should be like tweeting like, yo, you will never believe what this raggedy bitch just said about me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they should be like shitting on. We used to be like our parents are dumb and they're idiots. And they actually knew a lot more about the way the world. Yeah, my mom was smart. Were. I still called her a dumbass constantly. She's incredibly literate. <laughs> right. OK. And now parents are morons. OK, yeah, like truly, publicly, very half, outwardly. Half the parents in the world are just a bunch of dumb little brain cells dumped in a puddle. OK, and these kids should. This is the time to call your parents stupid. You know what I mean? Like, so shout out if you're a child listening to this. Call your dad a dumb bitch. See what happens. You know, <laughs> I like Maybe the uh, the kids getting Internet clout for getting vaccinated uh, in anti-vax households. I think that's neat. Is that a thing? Or yeah, that's like a thing. That's a big thing. People are getting like young teens getting vaccinated in living in households where it's like going to cause them a bunch of bullshit to get vaccinated. And then at least they get Internet points and they'll have to just like sit at home and get yelled at. So their their parents are like sitting home watching Wheel of Fortune and the, the kids got like a front facing family or uh, phone and they're like, OK, check it out. Watch this. Hey, mom, uh, just want to let you know. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> oh, like, oh shit. My God. No. Carly, why? Why would you ever do this to us? You don't bring that evil into our house. Oh, why can't you just get pregnant like a normal teenager? What's wrong with you? She's like posing in front the whole time. Yeah, that's fun. So that's happening. I think that's nice. You know, there's some teens standing up to their dumbass parents. Yo, I didn't even plan it this way, but I mean, I feel like we're talking about <laughs> teens. That's what this whole pod's going to be about. Who loves teens of, the most? <laughs> yeah, and it's not it's not current anti-vax parents, that's for sure. No, um, it's not current parents. Well, shit, should we uh should we start the pod? Let's kick it and rip it.
Welcome to Burn Your Heroes, the number one podcast on the internet. Each week, we take a beloved character from pop culture and media, and we tell you why they're gray, why they're bad, why they have faults, and what we hate about them. We burn them to the ground. I am Albert Kirshner, feigned alchemist, turning pens into pencils. No one's that thrilled about it. And with me, as always, is... Yo, I'm DJ Ben Katzner. I do not DJ, but I do know a great place where you can get foot cream for half price. Straight up. Trust me, dog. Let's let's, let's go. Let's I love do it. the idea that you're just named a DJ. So your whole life you have to open every conversation. I do not right. DJ. It's just my name. Common misconception that I am a DJ. I am not. I'm actually a tax attorney um, in Forest Hills. If you need anything. Uh, the number is 204-115-6724. DJ Ben Katzner, tax attorney at law. Did you just riff a number? I hope someone calls. <laughs> I did. I don't know what area code 204 is. I bet that's like Washington. It's like Seattle. Or yeah, something. 206 I, is Seattle. So that's actually ah, pretty so close. close. Damn. So it's probably Spokane. Ooh, yeah, baby. My mom's uh, down. So so this week we have we're doing something a little bit different. Uh we're we we have like we had a list of people that we're like yo we got to talk about these people and then we learned that these people pretty much all had one thing in common <laughs> and it was that they were all grooming young women that was their whole thing yeah uh, so this week we are burning i'm going to say rock legends okay we we've circled a few people david bowie mick jagger prince and jimmy page okay that's where Hell, we're going to yeah. we're going to start um, and, uh, we're going to talk about some of their, I mean, I, I don't grooming. I don't, I don't know. I hear here. Also, I do want to say, and we didn't talk about this in uh, the pre-production. I'm going to put a little bit of a trigger warning, I guess, in this. I don't know. Like, we're going to try not to be too graphic. We're not going to be graphic, but like, I don't know if this is going to make anyone feel uncomfortable, whatever. No, we are talking about. 205 year old men dating 14 year olds and being like well i don't see the problem i'm british you know whatever (laughs) so just know that that's gonna be a thing okay it's just different Um, over there (laughs) they're like i don't uh, think it is you keep saying that none of this is blaming the victim none of this is making fun of any of the people who are in these situations some of these people are like nothing i don't know i didn't see a problem with it and they're wrong but that's okay like i don't care how they feel here i do care how they feel but i don't (laughs) i don't care here, here's what I care the most about that these fucking legends of rock and roll music that everyone bows down to every year after they die or whatever. Uh, we're just like hanging out with middle schoolers and just thought that was yeah. cool. I yeah. hate it. I think and it's it, dumb. Even if the middle schoolers liked it, it's still fucking weird it's and still creepy. Still fucking weird. Wrong. Right. Right. You know what else middle schoolers like? Eating glue. Okay. Yeah. We just let them do that all the time. I don't know. It's different when you're 25. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a different thing. That's all. When I was in middle school, I had a beard and I shaved my mustache. You know, we make a lot of bad decisions in middle school. Yes, we do. (laughs) Yeah. Now you uh, are the same, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I'm looking at your face, and it doesn't seem too much different than you just described. Um, But yeah, we we uh, we whittled it down to that, and uh, as per usual, you know, this is this is the main topic. We're gonna we're gonna meander. We're gonna talk about some other shit. Don't add us unless it's to tell us how pretty my calves are. Okay. Like God, they're good. He showed me before. Oh, uh, man. Old, it's kind of what gives me the energy to do this pod because it's like I'm working for something. Big old thickies on a stick Ooh. down there. You know what I mean? Bang, bang, <laughs> boom, pop, pop. They seem hard and soft at the same time. It's perfect. Prince would never try to groom me because he'd see my calves and be like, well, those are the calves of a 
fit 31 year old man you know what i mean i have no i have no need for that so uh fuck it okay so yeah that's what we're that's what we're talking about rock legends and their horrifying sex campaigns we're gonna do it like light and fun and uh that's it so i think the i mean do we like so the people we circle do we like and do you like any of these people david bowie mick jagger i mean I like I had a you know a month or two where nope. I thought Led Zeppelin was pretty cool, but no, not really. I'm already I'm already doing the thing where I confuse Steven Tyler and Mick Jagger oh. every time. <laughs> I've done it. I think I've done it five times. Steven Tyler is probably another person we're going to talk about because I think he did something crazy. Aerosmith. Well. Aerosmith is Steven Tyler. The Rolling Stones is Mick Jagger. I don't even know if Mick Zeppelin is on Jimmy our Page. List. Bang. Steven Tyler. Fuck that I fuck that I said uh Mick Jagger. I don't we're talking about Steven Tyler, who fuck his daughter him. is incredible in Lord of the Rings. That's all I know about him. That's all I care about him. He had a weird music video with his daughter once where oh, really? people were like, yo, are you trying to <laughs> oh, no. they're doing he's afternoon like, delight? They just don't know. Yeah. He's like, No, 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 I would never. I adopt my daughters that I want to bone. <laughs> uh we'll get that's all that's ugh. We'll get there. So David Bowie, um, Steven Tyler. I'm going to change this so I remember. Um, Prince and Jimmy Page. Do you like any of these people? I kind of fucked with Zeppelin for a little bit. I'm never really much of a Bowie or Prince guy. I had to work a lot of retail, so I had to hear their hits a bunch, and it just kind of drove me insane. Sure. I mean, it's not like I was like, this is bad music. I like good music. I was like, no, I like my bad music versus whatever this is. Raspberry yeah. Beret. I had to hear that so many times. <laughs> this is Here's like the, the third thing. time I've complained about it on this podcast, and I hate it. I hate that yeah. song. Yeah. I think it rocks. I do love oh, I, I love rocks. a lot of Prince songs. <laughs> rocks, that's the word. Get on. I think he does rocks. I know he's like the god of rock and he has a cool guitar, but everything he does, nothing. Ugh, whatever. A lot of his shit rocks, bro. Okay. <laughs> and you know, it's very experimental. It's whatever. Prince, I'm from Minnesota, so like legally no matter what happens here yeah i have to say i like his music i don't have to co-sign on anything else but i want to be able to see my mother again alive <laughs> you know what i mean so prince i mean i didn't prince think they were very cool him and bowie are both very cool and they are very cool realize how they wield that coolness right they truly weaponize being like i'm unique and i'm different it's like are you different because you know i've seen a I've seen an adult looking teenager walk down the street in New York and get talked to the same way you're talking <laughs> yeah. to these people. So are you that different? Um, well, that's kind of but, part of it. I feel like being in a good music, like being a good musician or a popular musician gives you like the attention of a lot of people. And so your sexuality is kind of based on what you're into rather than who you're around as much. You know, yes. you get like to get to choose what your interests are as far as like what people are into you. And it, there's a common theme with a lot of these dudes. There is. I do. We want to. I feel like we. We're skipping. We're jumping a little bit. In. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you, I would say you jump. Mark. You skip to the last thing that we we're going to talk about. <laughs> but that's okay. But um, what about I, you then? I, you so you fucked with Prince. You had to fuck, with, fuck Prince with Prince from, from. What about these other dudes? So, Aerosmith, like Steven Tyler and Aerosmith, I've always pretty much hated. But I yeah. like I know an Aerosmith song or two. You know what I mean? Bowie, I guess I've always been like, yeah, people, he, he means a lot to people. He was 
I don't know if it's like gender bending type stuff or like what it would like space alien, like sexual space alien, bull, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> he related to people, but I couldn't. If you were like gun to your head, name a David Bowie song. I I would say <laughs> here I would say Rebel Rebel, and I that's not David Bowie. That's um somebody else. I think right. Do you know that song? I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're, that is Bowie. Is it Bowie? Yeah. Okay, well, he was in the I documentary guess... I watched uh, when we were going to do him as an episode. Yeah, well, David Bowie. Well, guess who's alive, bitch? It's me, okay? So that's the only <laughs> Bowie song that I know. That's um, fine. I like that song fine enough. That song, that's, that song slaps. That song bangs. I like it. It's a good song. Um, Jimmy Page, I guess I don't. Um, I, j- just the way I was confusing uh aerosmith and the rolling stones who i'm sure mick jagger has some shit i just forgot what it was already um i guess i don't really know much about like what's their what are some of their help me what are some of their songs don't (laughs) Don't make me remember names of songs i don't know (laughs) i'm already you've already said on this podcast like what band he's part of and i'm like black sabbath (laughs) already pink floyd I, I don't remember. I genuinely don't remember. And that's just what Jimmy Page is the to me. Big one is Stairway to Heaven. That's like their popular song. Yeah. I so here here's my true knowledge of Jimmy Page. I can't believe this keeps coming up on the podcast. But in my younger days and now again, because we've been talking about it before, I used to listen to this band mindless self-indulgence okay? oh my god oh my god Which, you know you think we'll get them to do a new theme so for our podcast and then no one will ever listen to it again because it'll be horrible what are you talking about the music slap the the politics identity of whatever the group is probably horrible now <laughs> yeah i can um, see that a lot of the lyrics don't hold up but goddamn, the music is great jungle what do they call it? Industrial jungle pussy punk, I believe is what they call their <laughs> genre, which is tight as fuck. Okay. It's just noise. But they have a song called I Hate Jimmy Page. And from that on, I from that song on, I've been like, Yeah, fuck that guy, dude. Like, he <laughs> sucks. These guys don't like him. The guy, the guy who's the band whose lead singer's name is Jimmy Urine, doesn't <laughs> like Jimmy Page. Yeah, dude, he's probably a piece of shit. <laughs> he was right. All right, yeah. There was like some bands I would see live because that was my music thing was like if I could go see him live, I'll be obsessed with that band for a while. And there were like right. local hardcore bands who would do this like big rant. I remember one show about like all the other local bands who would use their clout to meet younger women. It would be like, I'm a band. I'm in the cool, eerie hardcore band. Why don't you guys come hang out with us? And then the more hardcore band would go out and be like, fuck you. If I ever see you live, I'm going to beat the shit out of you for what right. you do. Leave kids alone. It was such a very... Like that's something I love about some music is like when you're like some punk and hardcore bands are like so violently good, you know, like, yeah. hey, if you hurt people, I'm going to ruin, I'm going to burn your house to the ground. You know, right. you respect her body, you respect her space or I'll kill your extended family. All right, everybody. Gravel rock on three. <laughs> like, cool. Smash your fucking face into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Some badass about that. that. Um, yes. I had like all the kids in my like all the cool kids I hung out in high school. They were all like early stoners who were into uh, stoner rock, like old like classic rock. Lots of Zeppelin, lots of that's uh, not shit. They're like cool. That's so lame to be a young kid and be like, hey, man, 
why did you come into the 76 Chevy and I'll t- turn you on to Zeppelin, dude? That's <laughs> fucking crazy. I guess. About? Well, it's also like families that were that had like a bunch of kids who were generational. So it's like, oh, these brothers are like a few years apart. But you get to the old one, you get where this all comes from. I'm just saying, if you weren't listening to fucking hip hop or corn in like middle school Ugh, at our age, corn. I don't, don't want to hear from you. Well, that's the thing is, like, they would be like, "Have you checked out this this like uh, Primus song?" I'm like, "No, I'm listening to right. Simple Plan because I hate music." Sure, I hate music and I hate myself and I hate my parents. That's I have a micro penis and I need to hear music that sings the anthem of this. Well, that's on wax now, and we can't take that out. So we've got to stop putting everything on wax. <laughs> we, the huge we, mistake. Very expensive. Can't we just can't we just record normally? Does it always have to be on wax? <laughs> now, just know if you want to listen to this podcast, you can buy vinyls of it for about four hundred dollars, <laughs> and you have to go to Queens to pick it up from Ben's studio. Thank you, studio, aka my apartment, which is a one bedroom, bitch. Okay, so these people have always. These names have always been floating around in my life. I haven't really thought about it. Outside of like truly Prince, I probably would think about the most. I will say when Prince died, like the just the response in Minneapolis was insane. I didn't physically attend. I was just this was before I was used to like, I guess, big crowd outings just in the street and shit. Because I was like, I don't know what this is. This is wild. But when Prince died, people went to like First Ave in Minneapolis and just like a sea of people they're playing his music, you know, like people crying in the street, like, you know, everything tinted purple. It was fucking wild. Straight Damn. up. It was crazy. There's something cool about that. There's something cool yeah. about, I don't know, like a musician bonding so many people together. It's not just something stupid like money or something. I don't right. know. It's like a cool, it's a cool idea. But that's like that's... kind of what we pop into a lot in this podcast is like these, the bigger they become, the more they become these like ambiguous entities and rather than like real people who are accountable. Yeah, the problem with cool ideas every single time is that eventually human beings get involved, right? And then (laughs) we find a way to ruin it. And that's the thing, like music is this transcendent, beautiful, connective thing that literally you shouldn't, it's, it's insane. Music was like for communication and entertainment, right? Like those are probably the two biggest things the at the create the onset of music like literally in war you beat a drum faster and you know that's like a command to do something right or you know this song is a gift or something you know like i don't know whatever the fuck it was supposed to be originally and now it's like music as a vessel to make you above being a normal person is actually like a twisted concept if you really think about it right so at its core when you see stuff and all these people like gathering around and holding each other and crying because this person who made these songs they like died that is beautiful absolutely what is not beautiful is then finding out that these people are all monsters okay like that sucks that making something that beautiful that connects to so many people gives you a lot of attention that then you can wield in dark ways absolutely whether you're doing it on purpose like like really really intentionally or it's just like a byproduct of like the world we live in it does it is like wild how right through line through all of these people is just like yeah i don't know i guess i got big enough where i never listened to anybody telling me i'm wrong so here we are which you know and it's like sorry keep going i don't mean i always interrupt you i got nothing to say i was gonna say like by then it's like jimmy page had a bodyguard who would go and like 
get your girl for you right? right like you didn't have to go and publicly hit on a teenager you had like a guy who could go and be like hey mr page would like to see you in his hotel room or hey we'd like right. to see you in this other area away from all these cameras and stuff yeah it's always bad when they're like hey second location no cameras you in yeah and you're like uh, you're not even the main guy like, yeah, i'm another yeah. guy second location second guy which and i before we really jump into this i will say none of this is new like we're not like these guys didn't invent this idea um obviously you know like we we were talking pre-pod like you know you could listen to like a fucking I don't know, Bing Crosby song. It'd be like, oh, my little Tootsie Pop loves to get unrolled or whatever the fuck. <laughs> That's <laughs> a real good one. <laughs> whatever the fuck they say. And you're like, oh, you're talking about a child. That's yeah, a metaphor. Yeah, yeah. For a, a child. child. And like, you're like really attracted to this person and you're like, singing a song about it. Yeah. Jerry Lewis and like all these other people. And, and then even now you'll, you know, in like music now, it's prevalent where it's like these artists will get huge and then you know a year later you'll there'll be like oh also you know they're on trial for statutory charges or something and you're like oh this whole time you've just been this terrible person oh we yeah. oh you're saying we should have listened to your music where you're telling us exactly the kind of person you are <laughs> yeah that's the thing i wrote the words down and everyone said okay i love this i love this about you yeah <laughs> then it's, it's did wild the it's wild that it still happens now so like you know back i yeah. feel like a few decades ago a lot more metaphors you know a lot more like you have to really unfurl and decipher what's going on not all the time but sometimes right and now it's like i'm saying the thing i'm yeah whatever just... it is i'm doing <laughs> i'm saying it hey oopsie doodle i banged your poodle you know that's, that's not like... a metaphor i did it so there's a bit of an old curmudgeon thing in me and i was like i like when they used to hide it in flowery images because <laughs> after once i hear a song and people are like directly fucking each other and i'm like i I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I just wanted to not like, you know, like wet ass pussy. Give me that shit. I love <laughs> that <was really> entertaining. <laughs> I love just being super direct and being like, all right, penis and vagina. This is a wet ass pussy. You know what I mean? Like that's funny to me. And I also like a different thing. Really entertained by how that song was weaponized. <laughs> There's some really fun, fun like right. protests where people would be like the Westboro Baptist Church, and then someone just stand across the street and blast that song at them. That's really entertaining yeah i love that. um okay so let's walk through let's walk through some of these people so um what we'll go uh let's go jimmy page first because this is the person i feel like i know the least about uh, okay and I, I would love for you to tell me what's like what's like the main headline of you know his transgressions i'd say Lori maddox so Lori yeah. maddox is a person who has claimed to have slept with both had a relationship with him and bowie um when she was like 15 16 and has gone on to write books about it and has become like kind of like a popular groupie she was like really big in the music scene in la when she was a young child and would hang out with a lot of these bands a lot of them was just like friends with musicians and partied with them uh as a kid but has also gone on to be like great like into it like she's written books about me like ex happy about this time and so like people kind of hide behind her sometimes when they legitimize this Sure. um but yeah jimmy page dated her for a while and had like actively tried to keep that a secret for a while because he was afraid of being arrested for statutory because he was doing something wrong and he knew it because he knew he Isn't knew crazy? yeah and, uh, and it's always weird when people are like well she seems like she she doesn't feel bad about it you know That's she had a good time and it's like oh you mean a child who was the age the same age where i was like 
yeah, you should shoot a bottle rocket out of your ass. You know, that was yeah, like the yeah, logic yeah. that we had at that age. You know what like, I enjoyed at that age is getting high time. and driving home from work. Right. <laughs> like, I thought exactly. that was neat. And I'm like, that's still stupid and wrong. Yeah. It can still, you can still be wrong and like enjoy whatever it was. Drinking until I threw up. It wasn't drinking unless you threw up. Just a bunch of like everything I liked back then was fucking dumb. And also, you don't think her experiences were probably molded and shaped by this person changing her life at age 16 or whatever? Like, yeah, yeah, she might. Sometimes people might have a harder time being like, okay, well, this person was wrong for doing what they did when this person was like, I don't know, whatever, taking them around the world in a private jet. Well, right. Everything else surrounding the like the sexuality of it was being in the center of the most exciting part of like world culture at the time you know so yeah. these bands were were playing huge huge venues they were touring all over the world the parties were insane it was like a lot of famous people hanging out it was like it had to have been an into intoxicating life to be a part of right and so like yeah i'm sure they look back they can look back at it fondly but also like you were saying some of these guys kind of groomed these people most of these people everyone we we're talking about groomed these people there's <laughs> there's no leeway um but you mentioned bowie and so yeah, so David Bowie being connected to this woman, I don't even think one of the main stories with him, I don't think that she's even mentioned, but like the the big and I guess all this is technically alleged because I don't nobody was arrested for anything. Whatever, yeah, it's like so. all coming out in people's memoirs. Right. That's where we're piecing so. it together. Like Lori Maddox, um Sable Star, she was Lori's yeah. friend. Um, yeah, they're like writing memoirs and stuff about it. And that's kind of how I think a lot of us are finding out right they actually maybe were involved in this in this bowie thing so bowie like had a three-way with oh these two. two it was these two okay. yeah and like yeah took one of their virginities and they so like the timing makes it so you know they were teenagers like young teenagers and he was like in his 40s okay? yeah like 16 at the oldest i think actually back right. then he was only in his 20s I could be wrong. Maybe that was Jimmy Page, but it was still like yeah. the gap was pretty big. It was yeah. like two different, completely stages of your life. However, you want to stand up for him. That's fine. <laughs> whatever hey, you want to do. Hey, man, he wasn't forty. <laughs> that's fine. You do whatever you got to do, bro. You can, we can still record episodes when you're in jail, dog. It's totally fine. <laughs> whatever you need. So, so the next tier. So that's like I'm gonna call that tier one of creepiness of just like. Okay, knowing they're wrong, hanging out with these young women because you know they're artists and boundaries don't apply. And I push my, I push the the boundaries in music. Why wouldn't I do it sexually? Well, that right there, that ego thing, that of like I am this greatness thing. Because these are also people who are like fucking blown away that they're meeting rock stars and are building up that ego and image constantly too. They're like worshiping these dudes. Yeah, it's. On the young person's part, I understand the draw. I really do. But, uh, and and I, I will say on the person, I have zero power in entertainment, but I also understand how cool it is to feel like you get to do stuff that other people don't get to do. But for me, that feeling stops at like, oh, I get to sneak into the back of a cool show or I get to yeah. go into a venue that people don't usually get to be part of or whatever. It's never like, ooh, I get to pick a 14-year-old out of a line of 14-year-olds, you know what I mean? Like, So it's weird to me that that jump goes there because I, I don't know. I guess I just have... I don't know. I don't know what it is. I I'm trying to think of like a fun thing to be like, <laughs> I'm better than them. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm just a normal person. Yeah. who's like, oh, 
you're a young person, stay away from me. Even even non-sexually, stay away from me so you don't hurt my feelings or I don't hit you. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't want you in my purview generally but and if you see like the pictures of these parties the first instinct is like someone get this tiny baby a coat (laughs) she looks cold she's like this is so weird who's her dad's a little too comfortable with his arm around her what's happening so yeah and i will say just a quick side note none i i could google this 10 million times i i would be shocked to find a woman doing the same thing it's kind of wild there's not a lot of stories of women grooming young men or what like female rock stars grooming young men or whatever and like or if they do i guess they're signing ndas or something because this shit i've never heard nobody's like yeah when i was 13 pink took me on tour and violated me or whatever you know what i mean like this is not a thing yeah i was lucky enough to party with dolly parton back in the day i'm very grateful for it i write books about sure. it yeah <laughs> it is uh, but like the reason we're doing this as like a clumped episode is because we started doing some of these as individual episodes and like i guess we said earlier the research was just all this it was the same thing story like over and over again right huge ego kind of like in crazy ego like upsettingly large egos and then a lot of very very young women yeah and the only variation in this group is that uh so there are the people who are like dating these younger people whatever and then there are like a couple people aka steven tyler and prince who straight up were like well i'm gonna adopt this child or become their legal guardian so nobody can arrest me for being involved with them romantically okay (laughs) steven tyler allegedly i guess i have to say adopted a 16 year old so he could fuck the 16 my god which is absolutely horrifying as we're two adopted people okay yeah and i know i know I how hot I absolutely was. nothing out of it i'm still upset right. i know how hot i was in my early years i was i would have been too young for steven tyler and like i know how ugly i was at like 13 so i just feel bad that i i missed out in two different ways is weird i suppose that's what every adoptee is supposed to say i actually don't feel bad at all i was trying to do a fun joke actually yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. crazy now you're like unraveling you're like actually i'm so right. happy i had this incredible situation yeah i'm yeah, glad that i got adopted me. by people who loved me at least for a little bit and not a megastar who was like i i just want to fuck you and then i'm like oh that's you oh you guys heard that, right? That's on. How <laughs> That's, did anybody think about how hard the adoption process is? Like, it it's is so hard for people to adopt a child. So hard. But this motherfucker, you know, Prince like slinks in. Prince did legal guardianship. So I'll say Steven Tyler for the adoption stuff, right? This motherfucker slinks in with his sash fucking blowing in the wind and is like, I'd like one of those, please. And they're just like, yeah, there's like a whole thing we do here. You know, <laughs> yeah. there's like a, we're gonna go to your home and make sure you have yeah. a home for these <laughs> there's like literally i mean there's that there's an actual line like a physical line that you just sauntered yeah. past you're acting like you're picking kid. up a pet but even those have more paperwork than you're trying to do right now right <laughs> you and can't even nowhere... get a dog from a kill shelter this easily so with the adoption and with prince uh becoming Maite's, I think that's her name, Maite, uh, her legal guardian when she was 17, and I don't know how old he was, but he was definitely older. Jeez. Um, that one makes weird... me really sad. The legal guardian thing really breaks me on this. This is all fucked up, but that's like, 
such a failing right, on so many people's parts. The idea of a legal guardian is like, oh, you're supposed you're protecting. You are a guardian. It's in the name. You are protecting yeah. this person. And Prince is like, well, from some things, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's so, evil. It's fucking straight up evil. Have you ever, you know, people talk a lot about like when you're watching porn and then you're not and then the porn is still going and you're like, yeah, what is this? That's like a big trope in comedy. Mm -hmm. right? How horny do you have to be to power through paperwork? So you can sleep with a minor and then be like, all right, uh, I guess I have to raise you now. Now that we're done, right. you uh, need lunch for school. What's, right. What is the next like, part? You're sitting there, you know, you're rubbing your hands together like, oh, my God, I can't wait to get you home. Um, babe, what's your social security number? You know, what I mean? Like, what are you? I just don't understand. But also like the agencies and the people letting them like letting them like there's a, there was other people who were supposed to check in and make sure this didn't, this was an actual adoption and not just this creepy nonsense. Right. It's it's just like you said, a failure on every level. Absolutely. My mom has tried to adopt people after me and has gotten turned down by the government. The government has gotten her way of getting kids and she had like the ability to provide for them. She had a good safe home for them. She would have love for them and still not good enough. And the fact that like these fucking predators could just adopt people so easily is horrifying. It's, yeah, it is crazy to me that she didn't learn her lesson from adopting you. Um, that's <laughs> I thought that too. I was like, I was a little bit of a wild card. This isn't like, enough. Redible burden you, on your life. Don't you think enough? You've done enough. <laughs> your watch has ended. Uh, yeah, I just, but yeah, I, I just really, it really boggles my mind of like how you have to like disassociate to be like, Oh, I'm literally filing paperwork that says I'm to protect this person in order to like marry this person. It's it's wild to me. Well, I guess okay? the big thing that bothers me is like how much support they get throughout the whole process. Even now, even now that they're dead. I watched a thread. This was on Facebook right after Bowie died. Somebody who usually publicly is like really pro people and really against this kind of stuff was on this big rant about let's not talk about Lori. All right. She was into it. It's okay. And there was a woman in there was like, Hey, something like this happened to me. And I, over the years, I've grown to really hate that this happened. I don't think we should be okay with this. And they even told her to shut up. Right. It was this baffling. Like, how are you so blind to see this? And the fact that people were so willing to still support, like, I, and I understand there's like kind of a little poor taste to, Hey, somebody just died. Let's not bring up the worst thing they did, but also to love someone unconditionally who has done things like this is just not necessary. You can like someone's song and then be like, yeah, this is a fucked up thing they did. Yeah. If you're in 2021 and still having like heroes and entertainment, you're insane. <laughs> you're absolutely wow. insane to me. This person who no one has ever told no to, this is my hero. Right. He's developed so fucking well-rounded. You can like Katy Perry can be your favorite artist, but know that she drank vats of children's blood to get to where she is. Oh okay, God, like God that's her. just what, and that's why her skin looks so great. You know what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> like you just can't. You have to understand. You literally have to be able to, uh, like, understand that the artist is one thing, and the music is something else. And like, yes, they are tied in a way that is complex and sometimes hard to unravel. And maybe like one song, or you know, like part of their catalog or whatever 
just to something you just don't fuck with because you know really what it represents or something right but any like, songs about love or sex from these dudes now is pretty right. tainted right and you just have to be mature enough to be like hey i just like the song has a good melody the song has a good rhythm i'm gonna listen to it bop my head to it whatever but i'm not gonna like wrap up my personality in prince or whatever yeah you know what I mean? fight for him i'm gonna fight for him because <laughs> It's it's wild. This whole there's Prince is like, you know, it's so funny. There's all these stories about Prince and all this stuff, but it's like, oh, I would have liked to hear more about it would be important to me to hear the story about how, you know, the person he became a legal guardian of at 17. Once you turn 19, he was like, well, you need to get on birth control because this relationship is just turned sexual or whatever. And then, you know, through their then getting married and then through, uh Base essentially like uh, a miscarriage and a a young like they had a young kid who died he's becoming more controlling he's becoming more more controlling but also more distant and like shitty to this woman and all this stuff and then eventually when they fall apart he the house they shared together he has like burned down and bulldozed okay no way i would like to hear that those are the things (laughs) i would like to hear and not just like yeah, this just a genius. He's an absolute genius. Have you heard Purple Rain? Have you seen what he's done on cinema? It's like enough. Just tell me the truth. I'm tired of the yeah. legends. Okay. The houses thing is really I haven't heard that. That really got to me. That is a real I mean, because that's like a lot of what I read too is the control and then kind of like the ways being mean to people in a very controlling way. Like it, there was like lines from a court hearing. I don't know if it's the same woman you were talking about or somebody else that he was married to, I believe, who was like, oh, yeah, he would say things like I own you or one day he would just be in a bad mood and make me go sleep somewhere else or you just have these things of like you can't leave. And just a lot of like he gets to tell you what your life is. Right. And again, for me, that ties back into this insane ego thing we're talking about. We're like, partially, you have to have a pretty big ego to do something like this for a living or like to pursue something like this. But then the con, it's just being fed the entire time. Like right. I said, people aren't saying no to these guys. So what universe do they live in? Right. And they, and people won't say no. And this, this is so typical in music, especially, but I guess entertainment, wherever big money is involved. And you have a you have like a team of people around. It's not like we say team, but it's not a team. It's people who survive off of your wealth, right? So they're not gonna be like, "Hey, man, I don't like what you're doing on the tour bus with these gals or whatever," because they don't want to fuck their bag up. They're gonna be like, "Hey, man, what you do on the tour bus is your business. Just don't get us in trouble and uh, show up at eight thirty for the radio interview or whatever." Yeah. You know? But then that's like at a that's a party that they're at now. And so you're now hitting on a child in front of a bunch of people who are not visibly disgusted by you. They're like actively supporting it. So you're like now living in a world where this is okay. The people around you think show are showing you that it's okay. This person seems to think it's okay. So now you live in this world where it feels like it's okay. And what's wild is like we only picked like truly these were just people we were kind of like thinking of for the podcast if you google any of this there are like lists after list after list after list of all these people who are doing similar things and it's like genuinely i know it's not new but god damn it does really like break my spirit a little bit just to like know how many of these people are just out there doing it and then have been able they've been around so long that they get to cycle through and now they're like 
oh, look at this cute guy. Look at him. Well, Remember he used something. to take his dick out on stage and, you know, like waggle it in like a blind gal's face or whatever. Well, now he paints and that's cool too or whatever. That redemption thing, how easy it is to redeem yourself in front of the eyes of the public is like, it's yeah. pretty horrifying. Even now, I mean, there's a, a, I don't know if it's a great example, but the Takashi 6ix9ine thing where like, there's a video. You just you're just doing this because well this you're this is a this fine is a example great example yeah but you did but you also did watch this and you were obsessed with this documentary yeah 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 it's a wild documentary okay. but okay. anyways so he gets big right then there's a video comes out of him with an underage girl and he gets the huge backlash on the internet and then he like meets some dudes in gangs and posts videos of hanging out with them and the world just like stopped caring about the other stuff. I mean, the world didn't because uh, the Fed, the federal government was still pretty uh, intense about it. But like he kind of like got even more clout after that. And it seemed like I that guess, bounce back was too easy. I guess what I'll say is I don't think I I think uh, the thing with him in particular is like what is weird is that people seem to care more about the fact that he might be a snitch rather than he is definitely like a sex criminal you know yeah what i mean the he might be That's a snitch weird. because he's trying to get out from the consequences of being a sex criminal right and but like, people don't really tie all ties together. back to yeah yeah and that so is so that's what's interesting and that's there's like this rapper kodak black it's same shit um where you know he i think he went to jail because of this or, or if he went to jail for something else fine but he definitely got in trouble because again underage girl all this shit and then you know he's now he's kind of back and it's weird to see people embrace him because of that shit whereas these are the same people who are like yo if you ever fucking look at my daughter i'll fucking cut yes. your nuts off and club you with them bro <laughs> that's but one of like, my favorite type of like bad tiktok videos is the dad like when when my daughter's date honks too much outside and it's just him walking outside with a bat and you're like, so you threaten teens for a living? That's your thing? <laughs> Wait, how on TikTok are you? I feel like I'm I not on TikTok, TikTok, but guy. I follow subreddits that post bad ones. Mm. I love a good, like I love a good bad TikTok. That's yeah, real. I, there's a genre of like dudes usually saying like when you talk to my girl or when you disrespect a woman in front of me and it's them being like, and then the beast comes out on right, TikTok, right, and right. I I could eat that shit up forever. It's so entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I have a TikTok like that that is just about where I'm like, when you disrespect Albert Kirshner in front <laughs> oh of me, God. and then Hell I yeah. just and then I just high five someone in the front. No, <laughs> <laughs> don't support ass. that. <laughs> Got your ass, bitch. Yeah, with this whole thing, I really, I mean, the big takeaway for me on this is like. The guitar is the white van of music, okay? If I see someone <laughs> with a fucking guitar, I'm like, we're getting out of here. <laughs> Gene? Gene? We're leaving. Get out of here. That's me. I'm tired of this shit. Playing a guitar is just playing your, with your penis, but extra steps. Exactly. They're like, <laughs> now imagine if this had veins and pubes on it, it's, you know? Oh. Like, that's it's fucking weird and i don't you, know what it is about that shit but these people really think it makes them better than everybody else but then will like so the world will sometimes support it if you're like <laughs> one of my favorite bands for a while was uh portugal the man and i finally got to see them live in seattle and it's a really good show and i loved it and i just remember as we were leaving there was just like a, all the hot ladies lined up in front of the green room afterwards and it was yeah. so how much that was just a given was so weird to me
Yeah, I I see it less in music because I feel like I don't hang at music stuff the way I do at comedy. But like, I've definitely seen comedy shows where like a quote unquote famous person comes through a club or whatever, and like the harem of people waiting not to be like good set but to be like so like what are you doing after that good set you had you know what i mean it's fucking wild i've had this happen once to me where i had a very good set at a club and two very pretty ladies like stayed and wait to talk to me afterwards and i was just a huge pothead at the time and my friend and i had just gotten really high and i was like speed i couldn't talk so just like hey and i just like i don't know what to say i'm really in my head and then like they were leaving the club and at one point the one girl even stopped turned around looked back at me and was like and I just like okay, bye. I'm gonna do high. That's the so fate. That's what That's happens if I'm confronted with this world. Yeah, me as a rock star, I'd be like, could you guys just like give me some space? I'm really overwhelmed right now. Hell yeah. Um, are you farting? What are you doing? No, you stretching my spine. You just did a lean, where I was like, oh, ooh, that's a fart lean. I like wow. what's happening. Um, okay. Do you have a scale for this week? I feel like we're at scale time right now. <laughs> I have a, a very simple one. One, um, music is only made by elderly virgins. All good music is just old, like praise music, old folk tunes. Okay. Um, does, that in, does that include like Chance the Rapper? I consider him a virgin. Yeah, sure. All okay, right. I could do that. Um, and then 10 is there is no music, just silence. From now we don't deserve anything good. there's no okay so there's no music like we don't know music exists or it's a world without music where we still have all the like i'm still wearing headphones and i can go to spotify and it'll be like uh limp biscuit track four or whatever yeah. but it's just nothing for three minutes and 30 i can't believe seconds. how many years in a row that's made it to your top 10 songs played on spotify <laughs> that's crazy, hey, man if only we could fly <laughs> um well okay before we do the the thing i did have one note i wanted to talk about that's kind of related to that is like because these dudes were like cool people like really embraced their flaws but i kind of love the world where it's like where fred durst tries to pull this off like now right. fred durst just shows up with a teen and people are like what the f- you already looked like a predator before this what the hell you think you're doing you know what's fucked up you're saying this is a joke but that is like a thing that does happen and be and essentially because of two things one basically if you have a modicum of fame there's probably there's going to be at least one person who will fuck you and two if you exist there's a good chance there's going to be someone in the world who might fuck you um this cross section like what you're saying is a bit does exist like in comedy my thought is like dane cook got was in the news like uh yeah maybe like a year or two ago because he's like whatever almost 50 and was dating a very young person god right? you know what's fucked up i know the beach picture from that story I, that is fucked up because i didn't know there i didn't know there <laughs> yeah. was a beach co- yeah they came beach out with a picture. beach picture because it was like that same picture was used in a bunch of other like less intense articles about how bad his body is you know that you right. have to do that whenever a celebrity has a bad body you have to post it on the internet and be like look at it yeah <laughs> and then and like then uncrop I, the picture and it's like well who's right. that child <laughs> right and i look and i'm like look you you fucking slob as i'm sliding off of my own grease on my couch and like wiping <laughs> cheetah dust eating wings at four in the morning that's my new favorite thing to destroy myself night wings. i love that i love that for you um so do you have a is there a wait sorry is there a cap for this point or do you have a scale my scale is uh 
God, I just have so many things running through my head. So scale one to 10, how shitty do I think these people are? That's what we're doing. Um, one being the lowest, 10 being the highest. You said one is just old people, old virgins doing music. Um, for me, a one is music exists. It's not, it's not just virgins. <laughs> Fine. But it is, uh, it is just all, all the songs you like exist. So you have knowledge of every song you've ever li- liked, all the songs that have ever been made still exist. But contractually, none of those artists are able to perform them anymore. And no new music is able to be performed unless basically no music. Here's, oh shit, this is a 10. Sorry, I'm doing it wrong. One is exactly the same. One is what you said. One is what you said. (laughs) One is what you said, except it's just, it's not old virgins. It's just old people. It's literally, music is just made by people 65 plus. That's it. Whatever they want to talk about. Whatever they want to do, I, I like I, I don't know. For some people, that might be a punishment, but I do like that. So I'm, I'm actually sounds really nice. I have a really yeah. nice short story about that. But right. do the other one first. We don't have time sure. on this podcast. I have a flight to catch. Uh, <laughs> but so ten being the worst uh, is all the music that has ever been made and ever will be made exists. Okay. However, contractually, none of the artists can perform it. I don't know. Disney owns all of it, and they're really trying to prop up one artist and one artist only. And that artist is, can you guess it? You guessed it, Ashley Simpson. Okay? Oh, really? Fuck so yes. every so every single song that has ever been made or ever will be made is performed by Ashley Simpson, and she has not been practicing. Okay? I saw that SNL. I watched it like as a regular sure. SNL, and I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? It was great. And that that was her best performance okay (laughs) so that is a 10 and on a scale of one to ten of shittiness where do i think these people fall i think they fall collectively they are sevens on this scale i think these are shitty people i think these they use their power and their influence to literally for better or worse change people's lives and a lot of Sure, they change people's lives for the better multiple times, but like I don't think that outshadows like essentially buying a child so you could fuck them. I think if you pulled this kind of shit in the Erie, Pennsylvania hardcore scene, you're gonna get beat up. That's right. Not fly. We we were all thinking it. We all said it. Do you what uh what number I would also give them pretty high, but I'd also like to like we the people, like people also are a bad part of this. Because people are kind of sure. like support. Yeah, you can I, be upset about that. No, music. I agree. I just I can't stand the phrase "we the people" because yeah. my, it's just very like. I've never. Have you heard that like somewhere a, else before? Yeah, that's like uh, what "Don't Tread on Me" people say all the time. Oh, really? We the people, and they're now they're saying it again with masks and stuff. Like, oh, we Jesus. the people demand an audience with your king. And you're like, like, you mean the president? <laughs> sure. You're like that still doesn't me fly. In. That's not gonna work. 
um so all right whatever. or yeah. people just in general or fans of musicians because i think that's the neat thing about this podcast is that you should be able to hold people whose art you like accountable for their actions and i think maybe that's where i get bothered by a lot of these is that people don't and they'll almost celebrate and they won't even just take turn a blind eye to some of this stuff but they'll almost encourage it and that kind of sucks so yeah i also I, give them a seven okay i'm like what am i saying here <laughs> like, i do agree that with as in with most cases like the general public is at fault in a lot of ways but like but i do think maybe people are being held more accountable to that kind of stuff nowadays you now know? they are definitely um we'll you know you still want the consequences to match the impact of the actions but the adoption thing is evil that is fucking evil there's just nothing around it. that is albert einstein helping design the atomic bomb evil <laughs> i agree i agree anyone who gets sexual pleasure out of filling out paperwork <laughs> shit. With you. Um, i love okay. it where can we find you this flight. week ben you're leaving you can't find me i'm fucking leaving the country i'm going to little st james island and you'll never find me. <laughs> I want to say that. Do you know who that is? That's oh. Epstein's Island. Uh, is that it? Oh, yeah. Oh Man. boy. I and you're to gonna a... change the vibe where you only have sex with elderly people. Yeah. <laughs> like we're gonna cleanse this island. They did a whole rebranding thing, and I gotta be honest, it's like 25% off to go. So I just want to check it out. <laughs> it's the new Florida. Right. I'm gonna keep my sandals on. I'm not crazy. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Inside outside. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at Shaq Katzner on Twitter. I am working on this goddamn graphic novel, and I uh, here's what I need from people. If you're listening to this, and you know anybody who you know might be interested if they they want to say something they got a little quote they got a little whatever i think i'm gonna maybe tweet something out over the weekend or something just being like hey here's some art here's here's what this is if you Fuck know yes. anybody who likes this let's share this thing it's available for pre-order um you can just basically you can do it on amazon if you're <gasps> an amazon person i bet but my niece would like it your niece would love it uh because your niece is like oh ben he's so funny i love his stand-up it's uh, the same name her dad has so he's gonna love she's gonna love you i'm her new dad uh <laughs> and as her new father i would say this book is also available on like simon and schuster so it's like at barnes and noble it's at all these different places you can get it wherever okay but i just need help spreading the word they asked me if i wanted uh if i had any big comedian connects for this and i was like I mean, I know some people with like a good following, whatever, and they're like, "Cool, cool." Like, if you know like a Patton Oswalt type, and I was like, "All right, <laughs> Patton Oswalt type." Yeah, I'm like, I you guess know that we're just genre of comedian that's the most famous comedian. You know that genre? nobody's ever seeing this book is my real fear. So, uh, if you know anybody who's interested, please God, let them know. Um, I think I'll probably end up giving out like some signed copies and shit to people. But uh, I don't cool. know. That's Fuck it. yeah! What about? Ooh. What about what do you what do you got what do you got? um What's you can find me on the internet at hot young albert instagram or twitter i have been a little bit back on the tweets i like a little bit here and there and uh i'm gonna be at uh next week i'll be at would you rather at friends and lovers if you're in the brooklyn area come on by you're probably not enjoy the idea of me being on a show i sure am i'm excited is it like a show where you're like would you rather suck on a snake's fucking skin or see your dad's butthole is it like like, a show like that? oh well you know that's a little weird one for me because i did see my dad's butthole once but he had a snake skin coming it snake was like falling skin. out yeah yeah 
That'll happen with a, dad, uh, with, a <laughs> with an older dad. That happen. That's why you gotta have kids before thirty five. Oh, uh, they're molting again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Ben. Uh, Guys, as always, you can hit us up at burnyourheroespod at gmail.com. Send me your favorite cuss words this week. I'm ranking cuss words. Yeah, we love you. We'll hear you next I'd week. Like, I'd like to say before we leave, I'm sorry for everything. Goodbye. This is the <laughs> last time you'll hear from me. All right. Have Whoa. a good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I hate you.